How's everybody going? Theo is back with another one. So today we'll be talking about why the importance of investing in a tax-sheltered environment. So as we know, investing in a tax-efficient way is essential to maximizing your investment returns. Otherwise, the tax man eats away too much of your profit. So we understand that. A lot of people might not know, but if you don't know. However, due to the complexities of both investing and our tax laws, many investors just don't understand how to manage their portfolio to minimize their tax burden and they end up losing out. <laughs> That's the main concern a lot of people have. Of course, I don't in any way profess to be an expert on taxation and I strongly advise you that you seek professional advice from a good accountant who has extensive knowledge on the tax system and specifically how it relates to investment. So it's my intention to give you specific instruction on how to formulate and structure your portfolio in order to maximize the tax benefits but I want to point out a few strategies that the rich and successful use in order to legally reduce the tax bills to be honest. So Currently, the tax rate in Australia, if you're in the 0 to 18,200, you pay no tax. If you earn more than $18,201 sorry, to 37, you pay 19 cents for each dollar over 18,200. If you're in the $37,000 range to 80,000, you pay 3,572 plus 32 and a half cents. For each dollar over thirty-seven thousand, if you're in the eighty thousand dollar mark to the hundred eighty thousand, you pay seventeen and a half thousand plus thirty-seven cents for each dollar over eighty thousand. And if you're in the hundred eighty thousand and over, you pay fifty-four thousand five hundred forty-seven plus forty-five cents for each dollar over one hundred eighty thousand. So, on top of this, government will charge you the following: the Medicare levy of two percent, the temporary budget repair levy which is payable at a rate of 2% for taxable incomes over 180000 Add to this compulsory superannuation at the rate of 9.5% per annum, increasing over the years to 12%, and you can see why I suggest you'll never get rich from your salary. Once you start earning a decent wage, the government takes around half before you even see it. And that hurts. So one of the biggest differences between the rich and the average Australian is how they use the tax-effective system and structure to accumulate their wealth. This dramatically enhances the strategies that I've already outlined. Strategic investors don't just earn compound returns and accumulate their wealth in a tax-deferred or tax-free environment, making their portfolio grow even faster. So in Australia, the average salary owner makes the money hand hands some over the government and then gets to spend whatever is left over. The rich, however, worked out how to make their money and spend the amount they choose on legitimate expenses and pay tax on whatever is left over. So, the two main tax types when you invest, there are two main types of taxes potential to affect your profits. The first type is, we all know, about it because we pay it whenever we earn money it's income tax this is the portion of the income you you derive from employment or investment or any other form of taxable payment you receive from any source so as an investor you are liable to pay income tax on the rental return of your investment property and on the dividends you receive from your shares so if you become a share trader if we're talking about the stock market then you'll pay tax on any profits you make from your trades in the form of income tax as well as the transactional costs and this considerably reduce the profit you keep in your pocket. The second tax that impacts property investors is the capital gains tax, otherwise known as CGT. You've probably seen it before. 
So when you hold an asset for a period of time and you sell it, you pay tax, capital gains tax on the profit, which is the amount has increased by since you bought it. A lot of people don't understand that. So let's say any property you sell where the capital gain itself is more than 30000 except when it's your own home, the, the applicable rate of CGT is the same as the income tax. So, however, if you own the investment property for more than 12 months, you get a 50% discount on the capital gains. In other words, if you sold a property after achieving a capital gains of $50,000 more than 12 months after the initial purchase, the applicable CGT would be calculated on a capital gain of 25. So, obviously, I would suggest to never sell. Um, for as long as possible, you will minimize your capital gains tax obligations and also when you sell that this tax is payable if you invest in shares for example you're likely to hold them in the long term but if you do not sell them some or all of your share portfolio you'll become liable for cgt so structure your portfolio in the correct way can greatly reduce the amount of income tax and capital gains tax you might have to hand over to the government so i won't be discussing the various structures but there's a whole section um, that I I will probably make an episode of, so you guys can understand it because it's a whole, it's very thorough. Like you need to really understand it. So that's with that. Um, I'll leave you off with uh, leverage and compounding. So leverage and compounding are the two growing your asset base. So some investors are keen to make a like a fast buck or sell their properties when the market peaks. Those who hold on to the assets for the long term don't have to pay tax on the capital gains, yet they can access their funds by borrowing against that increased value of the property and use that money as a deposit to buy more property leveraging. In other words, you can have your cake and eat it too. So you maximize the profit generating potential of your properties by using the increasing value to buy the more investments and you, you never have to pay tax on any of those profits unless you sell. Now here's the thing. Investing in property offers a special type of compounding, the capital growth, increasing value of your property that you have achieved is not taxed, which means that you're left with a larger asset on which you're base compounding the following year. So it's such a, it's, that's a key, that, that's a massive key, you should take notes in that. So just think about it, your investment dollar doubles in value every year and you pay no taxes. So let's see what would happen if your investment that could double in value every year, after double every year for 20 years with no tax payable. Your dollar has compounded to more than a million dollars. So so if you start with a dollar and it compounds, it doubles every year, you have a million dollars of clean money after 20 years. So also your investment dollar doubles in value every year and you pay 35% tax annually. So of course the example above doesn't make the income tax into account and usually when you earn income the government expects you to pay tax. So let's see what would happen with the same investment return if you have to pay tax at the rate of 35% of your earnings each year. So after 20 years your dollar has only compounded to around 22370 because of the effects of income tax and it takes another 7 years for you to accumulate the million dollars so as you can see it's 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 a longer process obviously so 
This means that if you find a type of investment that increases in value in compounds on which you don't have to pay tax on this compounding profit, you will be ahead of the way of the pack. That's the beauty of residential property investment. You don't have to pay tax on the increasing value of your property unless you sell it. But what if you didn't want to sell your property down the track? Let's look at another example to highlight the scenario. So your investment double dollar in every year, but your 35% tax is payable only in the final year. So if you buy an investment property and your capital growth isn't taxed unless you sell the property using the principle and assuming you won't sell your property until the final year of the exercise, that means you will only pay tax on the final year in the meantime. So, which means you pay $367,000 tax and your post-tax value will be $680,000. So that's a cash machine. It highlights the fact that it's not only a compounding powerful tool in the sense that it allows you to leverage into even more high growth assets. It also represents tax-free points that can accelerate your wealth accumulation to breakneck speeds.